There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. I'm Desmond. I'm Chris. And I'm Rose. And welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. That is correct. It is indeed the Nerdtastic Four podcast. You know. So is. We are here to guide you through a journey of geekdom, nerddom, and other dums that we will find. I can make the mic do that noise, you guys remember. <laughs> uh, that was the mic. We didn't make any noise. No, I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so sorry about that. For the last episode, you will notice it says bad audio edition. That's because, for some reason, our mixers are deaf to us. So now we are recording on one mic. One mic. One. Just like Nas. To rule all them all. Yeah. Mic. So anyway, guys, <laughs> I guess we have to talk about the elephant in the room. <gasps> Thor Ragnarokin. Ragnarok. That's not going to be our main topic? Well, it's not a main topic. We can make it the main topic. We've got all night. There's not a lot of news. It's been a slow week. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We're going to talk about Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Okay. No, no. No, we'll get to that. But let's go with <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Came out this morning. I saw it literally like an hour ago. Yes. And what do you think? It looks awesome. It looks very Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, as Guardians, as of, Guardians the of the Galaxy. Galaxy. That was a good one. It's, uh, it looks fantastic. Yeah. It does. Now, I'm one of the people, I really liked both Thor movies. I know most people consider them like the, the worst of the, the Marvel. Movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're okay, and that's as good as they get. And I'm well, like, I really liked both of them. I liked the first but, one okay, but... But my favorite parts of them were the little bits of humor. Yeah. And what I really like about this new Thor movie from what the trailer showed us, it feels like it's going to be funnier, but it feels like this is the Thor that's been in those little Marvel sketches they've yes. done. Yeah. Like the, the, the apartment ones. shows up. The fact oh my that God. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he said, I know him from work yeah. when he saw the Hulk, I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. So I totally had like the most blonde moment when I was watching this trailer because the Hulk comes out. And I thought it looked, he looked like Thrall from World of Warcraft because he's yeah. got like a gladiator. Yeah. I'm like, what is Thrall? What is this? And it's like, oh, duh, it's the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's gladiator Hulk. Gladiator Hulk. Which I think looks Hulk. cool. He yeah. looks like Shrek with a pot on his head, but you know. Are we going to have some, some Doctor Strange in this since he, since Thor That's showed up the at rumors, the end right? of You know, they, they kind of go together. If you, yeah. if you yeah. read the comics, especially with the Defenders. I know we're getting the TV show, but Doctor Strange and the Hulk definitely could show up there. I wish they had the rights to the Silver Surfer, because that's always interesting. Mm. Uh, the thing that made me really happy was we finally got a villain that looks like they're going to show and not tell. Yeah. Yeah. Because just that giveaway, like, usually we just hear about how bad Malik is from right. Thor or... Uh, what's other Ronan the Accuser? He has some moments, but nothing big. In this one, we see Hella just stop Mjolnir. Our, introdu- yeah. Yeah. And Hella our introduction, ass. Yeah. our introduction to her <laughs> is her destroying Mjolnir. Yeah. Like, just, that's that's pretty. Cool. That, you that's, immediately know that this chick means business. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing, right? <laughs> like she is not to be trifled with if she can do that. She can't just wield the hammer. We don't even know if she can, but she can, she can stop, destroy hammer. it. Yeah, the fact that she can destroy it. I mean, that's uh. So so we're guessing. 
the part of the story in this is he's going to forge a new one, right? That Probably. that was my first thought, and that's me knowing nothing about like Planet Hulk or yeah, the, I mean the, uh, the, the comics. The, yeah, I don't know anything about the comics that this particular movie is based on, but it seems to me that he has to like restore Asgard somehow, right? And reforge a new Milner somehow, right? And there, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways he could do it. I don't know how he'll do it in the movie, right? But you're of course right. Yes, that's what has to happen, right? Uh, especially now with Marvel, they're dealing a lot with the Thors, which is different. Mm. Thor's, mm. and I'm really hoping we'll actually see Beta Ray Bill. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but mm-hmm. he's the only character that's actually, I think, knocked Thor off the cover of his own comic. And he's actually mm. beat Thor, and Odin gave him his own version of Milnor because he was so powerful. Oh. So mm. he flies around, and he's pretty much an alien version of Thor. But yeah. he's not like Asgardian like or whatever. Asgardian. He's just as powerful and has the same mm. kind of... So, at the end of Thor 2... Thor harder. Thor harder. <laughs> Electric Thorloo. Yeah. Um, it was kind of vague what happened with Odin. Yeah. Because Loki was posing as Odin at the end right. of two. So that's the thing. So they it's think like, Loki's is he dead. dead or not or whatever? Yeah, they think Loki's dead, but maybe Odin's dead or maybe. Odin's captured well, somewhere. Captured right. Somewhere. And I feel like that obviously has to be addressed here. But what I wonder is, like, since Odin wasn't in the trailer, I wonder if Odin's just going to be dead. It's possible. Well, I mean, they're all going to be dead, it looks like, from what happens in Asgard. Right, yeah. And with Ragnarok, I don't know well, how this um, the, the gate guardian guy, what's his name? Oh, uh, Idris Elba's character. Yeah. I can't remember his name right off the top. Because he was in the trailer briefly, and he had, like, long hair. Did you right. notice that? Yeah, he yeah. was there. He was fighting. I was like, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. And obviously, this is... I'm just going to ask questions, because I don't know any Go ahead. comic book stuff. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Is he from the comics? Or Grandmaster. Grandmaster. So, my my initial thought on seeing him is, he looks like he belongs in the Doctor Strange more movie more than a Thor movie. Hmm. Is that completely wrong? Well, he looks I, like a wizard or something. Uh, he kind of is. He's immortal. Okay. Uh, technically immortal. And he's a master of all games of skill and chance. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. So, he just kind of rules. He looks around the galaxy looking for new games. Because he's just like the ultimate gambler. He's kind of like Bacchus in that way. Okay. Uh, so that's that's why I think he has Thor's, like he has these gladiator games. He's probably working with the Collector, I'm going to guess. Mm. And he's bringing all of the greatest heroes in the universe to this arena. Yeah. That's probably because it's very planet whole. Yeah. That, that was one of the guesses I made in my head, too, is just like Thor fighting Hulk is very, it's not like an accident. No. They probably want them to fight on purpose. Yeah, I don't think they know each other, but they are aware that they have to. I think you mean the, they don't know they know each other. Yeah. But they know that they're both right. powerful. Uh, yeah, they know yeah. what they are. I, the yeah. Hulk is the question mark for me because we don't really know how he gets to the planet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I what I would have to guess is he gets captured in some way because they're not. Uh, That's they're probably I'm not going to do the comic book thing of. The Avengers banish jettisoning yeah. him into space because he's too dangerous. Or I mean, it would be cool to see him come back and do World War Hulk, but I don't think that'll happen. I still want them to do a Hulk movie yeah. with Mark Ruffalo because I really like him, him I, and the way he's I, done. I'm hoping Banner. that he's one of the characters that sticks around after yeah. Infinity Wars, mm-hmm. and, but I don't know because they seem to be kicking up a whole new crew to come in. Right, yeah. But it's very interesting. I thought the whole tone of it was just super... Yeah, I hope it we seemed, get some background on what happened with the Hulk, because yeah. I want to yeah. know what's going on with that. Right? What, what's bad is, before it even comes out, before we even get a second trailer or anything, it already feels like 
it won't be in the movie how Hulk got there. And it'll either be in a deleted scene or one of those featurette things. Oh, yeah. How he yeah. got there. It won't be in the movie because the, whenever they make a movie, Hulk being revealed the way he was in the trailer, that's the way he's going to be revealed in the movie probably. Yeah. And it's meant to be a surprise in the movie. So if you've never seen the trailer, be like, oh. And then they use that for the trailer. The same thing for Loki. Loki probably has like a surprise moment, like whenever he first comes up in the movie, but because we see the trailer, we already know he's going to be there. Well, Loki and Ella have a very complicated relationship. Mm. It's complicated. So uh, we, we would have assumed he was going to be there anyway, because Ella's in it. It depends on what version they're going with. He's, he's usually her dad. Really? In, in Norse mythology, he's her dad. Um, also, with Ragnarok, like, it depends on what version they're going with, because I don't know if they're going to... With these Thor movies, they play a little bit more loose than with the rest of the universe mm-hmm. as to sticking to the actual material and then going out and finding whatever the hell they want and then taking Norse mythology, throwing it all together and then coming out with something new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can see it going either way. And I really don't care because they've done such a poor job, in my opinion, with the last two movies mm-hmm. in the Thor that this looks like it's definitely an improvement. Right. Uh, I'm really happy they, they seem to have gotten over the villain hump. Mm-hmm. Because Goldblum looks interesting, and Hella looks interesting. Looks really See, I can't tell if Goldblum's really a villain, though. I don't think he's a villain. He feels like he's just a guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be like the Collector was. In yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's not necessarily a villain, but you know he's like he'll, not, he'll like, play a good part in the story. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's not, not going to help the good guys or help the bad guys. He's just yeah. kind of doing his own thing. But the part I don't like that I know everyone else is probably happy about is that I'm seeing Hiddles. I just... We don't need Loki again. That's the, they, they're one note in their villains because that's literally the only villain they. But make you good. know they're going to have Hiddleston in it because everybody loves him. Yeah. Well, not everyone. We have another piece of news we'll get to about. <laughs> uh oh. Um, I know I have other questions. Shoot. Uh, for one, the title Ragnarok. Yes. Is Ragnarok a thing? Yes. Is it a place? No. Is it an item? No. It's uh, Ragnarok is the end of the universe in Norse mythology. Okay. It's the apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. So all the gods are killed, and this so that's that. So that's what you're seeing whenever they destroy. Right. Asgard that was what Thor's vision was supposed to be in the last movie where he went to the pit. Oh. In whatever. the other versions of Ragnarok, some he has to go to the Tree of Life, and he finds it's barren, and it's been years, and he loses his eye to okay. see the future. Yeah. So it just depends on which version they're showing. There's actually a comic called Ragnarok, I think, that IDW did. Mm. Uh, I have it. I'll let you check it out because it will kind of explain what Ragnarok as an idea is without giving away the way Marvel's done it. Okay. So you get the idea of what's supposed to be happening and what happened. But our, our, the main idea is all the gods, all the Asgardians are wiped out. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, but that's it. And what are the chances, we already talked about Dr. Strange, what are the chances of any of the Guardians of the Galaxy being in. Uh, from the tone and from like the needing to tie things together, I, I feel wouldn't like be surprised. Yeah, I think that either maybe a, maybe it might it's be a, a thing good at entry the end. for them to the to yeah, be with yeah. the others. Maybe like a stinger at the end or something. But especially with how it just goes, if the, the vibe from the trailer is just Guardians of the Galaxy dead on. Oh yeah. So I would not be surprised if we get a bit of Doctor Strange and a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy there somewhere. What I wonder too, like this is probably boring stuff but like no. the idea that here's earth we assume that the earth in the marvel universe is like our earth it's yeah. in the milky way galaxy the other right, right there so then where all the guardians of the galaxy stuff is happening and where asgard is like is asgard just another planet 
Or is Asgard more like a heaven, like in another it's, dimension? It's supposed, dimension, to, be, it's supposed yeah. to be another realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the way it's described. That's, that's, that's what I was wondering. And according like, to Marvel's in-universe in setup, it appears that we do have like Nefelheim, Asgard, Midgard. Okay. Uh, so just completely Frost, different planes of so existence. So they, they exist. Yeah, that's why they need the Rainbow Bridge. I don't know what the mechanics are of the actual Rainbow Bridge. In the and they're in the cinematic universe, yeah. But yes, that's supposed to be like an interdimensional travel. Okay. So they need the bifrost. So not just light speed; it's tr- interdimensional travel. So then yeah. the the gladiator planet, though, that's not that would be in the dimension where Asgard I don't is. know. I don't know what it would be in. Probably not because Asgard is supposed to be like a city right. universe type of thing. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine it's like in our galaxy. I think so. I mean, from having the Hulk in it. Right, stuff. Right, I don't right, think right. they brought. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is just like, well, if like after they get off the the um, gladiator planet thing, they go to. Is it actually called the gladiator planet? No, I don't remember what it's called <laughs> in the whole comic. I'll be okay. real honest. When it comes to Grandmaster stuff, I'm actually trying to think if he's one of the elders of the universe. Mm. In my head, because um, there's certain beings like the Watcher, Eternity. Yeah, you can Google. I'm just saying I don't. I can't tell you off the top of my head, and I'm kind. Of, that's supposed to be. Right. I know he's immortal, and I think he's on the same level as like Mephistopheles. But I'm not. Mm. I don't know all this. Oh, uh, Mr. Mitzelplit? Is he one of the elders of the universe? Uh, no, he's actually from the fifth dimension. <laughs> and also DC. Yeah, but I'm just. That's that's how that works. But he can do he can do anything he wants, pretty much in our universe or our dimension. I take that back. So that that's uh, that, that's really the, the the interesting thing that I think happened since the last podcast. It yeah. sucks, but it's a trailer and Did it we, looks amazing. Yeah, I don't know if we had okay. anything else really news wise. Well, there's a few things, but I'll, I'll run them down real quick to see. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, elders. Yeah, people. that's why I don't know, man. It's not like I just like there's, there's six, not like five. There's, there's like, like six that I don't know. I think. All right, do you want me to list them off? Go for it. Okay, the Judicator. Yep. The architect, yep. The explorer, yep. The champion of the universe, yes. The contemplator, didn't know that one. The collector, oh yeah. The astronomer, yep. The caregiver, yes. The gardener, the doctor, the doctor, the doctor. The caregiver is the caregiver from uh, Star Trek Voyager too. The garden, the gardener. Is the architect the guy from the Matrix? Of course, <laughs> he looks exactly the same. Now. The obliterator, <laughs> yes. Ooh. The possessor, Ooh. the runner. <laughs> The traitor. Hey, I, no one said that it's Stanley <laughs> and Kirby were good with names. Go ahead. I'm just Father Time. Everyone else is the something. This one's just Father Time and the Grandmaster. Yeah, there says, you go. Says he's one of the elders. You know. Got it. So, oh, that's right. I don't know what that means, but he sure is. He well, sure is. They are beings that are lesser than like Eternity and Justice, and the Living Tribunal and stuff. I want to say, which mm-hmm. are the cosmic beings. They can't. They can't be destroyed. Okay. Uh, in certain instances, they are, but they they can't die permanently without damaging our universe. Um, so, of course, that happens in events and shit. That sounds but, fun. Yeah. But those guys are pretty much like low-level actual gods. Like, Thor's a god, but right. we've already seen Loki tell them they think we can't die. These guys, you probably can't kill. No one in the universe can probably kill. I don't know how the Infinity Gauntlet will work, mm. but you probably... right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that that was that. Now you mentioned uh, Mr. Tom Riddlestone. 
Riddlestone. That's right. Tom Riddlestone. Tom Riddlestone. Tom Riddlewortz. Yeah. No. Star of the great show The Night Manager, available on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Chris is being a It's a fantastic show. I'm sorry. No, Tom Riddlestone's is a great guy. Okay, but did you know that Daniel Craig is probably going to do another Bond film? Great. And the, he because he dropped out of some plays and stuff. But one of the reasons people are saying that he's going to do another film is Barbara Broccoli, the producer, the lady that owns Barbara it. Broccoli. That's her name. Okay, Alvin I wanted Broccoli. to make sure that's what you said. Broccoli. I was afraid you were mumbling. B R O C C O L I Broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> that's the name. Sit here, make fun of her name for a moment. Uh, go on. Anyway, she's the lady in charge of the James Bond stuff, and Carolyn Cabbage. And she goes, you know what, Patricia Parsons. Uh, she pretty much gave old Tom the double barrel and was like, fuck you, you're not, not going to be James Bond. She just doesn't like him. She thinks he's uh, not rough looking enough, which pretty much means she thinks he's a pansy. That's why they should give it to Idris Elba. Idris Elba would be such a good Bond. Uh, see, but I don't know if it's that like coming up or the fact that like she's really down between keep the old one or pick the other one. I mean, they can go off... Beat, but you have to be sensitive with this property because nah. No, no, I don't mean I don't mean racially sensitive. I mean because you have to yeah. reboot it every time somebody does it. Here's yeah. the problem with Daniel Craig doing another one. He doesn't want to. This last time, it was like so clear and like so put like so in everyone's faces that he hated doing it and hated the like whenever he said I'd rather slip my wrist than play Bond again. So, like, everybody's going to go into a new Bond with him thinking, this is going to be a half-assed performance from Daniel But it might, be, it might be that Harrison Ford thing of, like, wait a minute, I get to kill the character off? Fantastic! That's true, I guess. I've always liked the theory that 007 and James Bond are code names for these guys. Right. And that's why they're all James Bond while everybody else stays the same. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think it'd be really cool if there was a movie where he died... And they make somebody else the new James Bond 007 and everything. Yeah. Look, man, I, I, if you go to fan theories on Reddit, you could probably figure out my username because I've, <laughs> I, I have a I love, I love between, fan between James Bond and the Terminator, I have more than enough. Oh, I'm going to have to go through there and read I love I love fan theory subreddit anyway. But. I agree. Because people said that it disproved it with uh, Skyfall and say all that is bullshit. Because all that proves is that Daniel Craig thinks he's James Bond. Yeah. If they brainwash you to believe that life story to make you into the perfect weapon, then every James Bond ever has gone back to Skyfall and thought, this is my home. This is where I came yeah. from. So I just, I mean, I think it can still work. I don't think they'll ever do it. Because that's uh, not, yeah. I don't think that's what Ian Fleming ever meant to do. But should they do it? Sure. Why not? The. I don't, have you ever read uh, uh, any of the. Parker um, books, like the heist, Slayland, like anything like that. Uh, no. No. Darwin Cook, the comic artist that died last year, really, he did them. Uh, they're really good, and they're about a professional thief that's like a James Bond, but a criminal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he actually does this where he crosses people, and then he has facial reconstruction surgery. And that's how they explain, mm. like, it's changed now. It's comics, it's not. Yeah. But they could do that, too. Well, the facial reconstruction problem with James Bond would be, why isn't he aging? Why isn't he aging? <laughs> it's yeah. like, if he is aging, that means he's like an 80-year-old guy with that face, and he's still able to fight the way he does. Yeah, but if you went from Daniel Craig to, like, Idris Elba. That's like, 
<laughs> also <laughs> cultural appropriation. Like, I don't know, I don't know how far we want to go. With they actually that. do no, the, I mean, they right. actually I was do thinking, the I thing. I just meant age wise as well. They actually do the know. thing from like Get Out, and they put they put his brain or in James Bond's brain into yeah, into Selva's body, or they download his soul. That like crazy that. that crazy woman that says she's transracial. Oh my god. I was born white, but I she changed her black. name to like something <sighs> even more offensive. Like that's what killed me. <laughs> I don't care about the actual like philosophical <laughs> ramifications. It's just like, why would you pick like I get you picked a name you think is honoring, but I mean, like her name is seriously like Kenya Kwanzaa. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Kenya Kwanzaa Latifah, and I was like, that's like the most racist thing you could have picked. Right? <laughs> It's just offensive to me saying it. I don't even know what her... I'm not even going to Google it, but... She did, and I was like, no. No, lady, <laughs> why? Why? Mm. Um, Barbara Brown. Oh, I also mentioned Tom Riddle. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this. You read... Tom tr- Riddleson? You, Hiddleston? <laughs> Are you talking about Tom Riddle now, or Tom, uh, Tom Riddle? No, I'm talking about Tom Riddle. <laughs> I'm talking about Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Rose, now you read... Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yes, I did. What a disappointment. Yeah. Okay, you say that, but it they just wrapped up the Oliver Awards in Britain, and it won nine, which is the record. Is that like is that a is that a, sh- a play yeah. award? Yes, okay. because yes, British people are so, up their own asses. I would also like to actually this see book the show. Is British as shit. Let's give it a fun. So give it a bunch of awards. The, the, so the the reading the screenplay itself, um, it, the story was eh to me and. As somebody who does theater stuff, reading through it, I got taken out of it so many times because mm-hmm. I was like, how the hell are you going to do this on stage? Even with, like, a billion-dollar budget, some of that stuff is not possible. It's no. just not. I no, saw, they, apparently, they did it. I so saw, I want to see the show and see what they, they changed. They hired Because the, the, the script that, uh, that's in the book that we have is the pre-rehearsal script or whatever. Right, right. It's like the first draft. Yeah. So whenever whenever those those happen, they go they go and they practice and they do the shows. They change things so often in them until you yeah. get the final version. So I want to see what the final version looks like and see the show because I, we got a lot of rewards for the show. I saw a review from a guy. Uh, it was on a podcast and he was like going into what he saw and he saw one of the earlier showings. I think like when I first started mm-hmm. going um, out to yeah. and stuff. And um, he just would like not shut up about how amazing it was. See? And the big thing was that he was like, he goes, I've never seen a theater show that had so much stuff that wasn't on stage. Like, there was so much stuff, like, around us and above us. That they weren't. And he said, uh, I think he was talking about, are there Death Eaters in it? I don't know. I don't yeah. really care. But he said, like, there were Death Eaters, like, all around everyone, see? all over the theater. And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you guys might get a chance to see it because supposedly... Is it coming to America? It's yes. coming just like Eddie Murphy? It's coming to America doing, just like Eddie Murphy and They're doing cat- uh, casting calls Next now. Next year, they're saying it will be here. Are you saying I can play as Tom Riddle? If you go audition. Right, if you go audition. <laughs> and you and move you to New York City because it'll be on Broadway. <laughs> and you and nowhere else. And, but you know what the good news is? I'm pretty sure once it starts playing, it'll be sold out and you might actually be able to get tickets to Hamilton. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's yeah. a win-win uh, for everybody. Win, Hamilton, win. Hamilton's already not with the original cast. So I don't care. You know what's crazy is like uh, they, they said that it won't be a movie probably Aww. for 20 years. That was his exact quote. I believe like 20 years I'll make it. Apparently though, Wayne great. Brady's doing a great job as Burr. What the f- 
Yeah. I mean, it's singing in theater. Wayne Brady being good at it? No! Yeah, that's true. So that's the one thing that get, that drives me crazy about the, the Harry Potter show, though, is that it's going to be it's split into two parts, mm. which doesn't work in theater. Like, it just doesn't. Because it's like, you have to go... You, so for us, if we wanted to go see the Harry Potter play on Broadway, you have to plan a trip to New York, New York City to it go and watch away. it. And you'd be like, Awesome! I saw the first half of this show. Now, in a year and a half, I have to plan another $1,000 trip yeah, to go see it. That was one of the things, too, was um, the guy that was talking about seeing it was that, like, the first part of it was at noon. Well, there you go. And the second part was at 6. Oh, right? so they did it the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he was, like, was so weird was, as like, an actor. Yeah, he said it was basically like an all-day thing where, like, he they got up, they had breakfast, they went to the theater. If I'm paying, like, in line, the price of They watched the first whole half. They were able to leave, go get dinner somewhere, come back, watch the whole second part. I'm like, that's a, that's a day. <laughs> what did you do, what'd you do Saturday? Watch the play all day. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Real quick, Harry Potter note. I oh, okay. Care. I really don't care about Harry Potter that much. But, <laughs> fanti- fan- fantastic beats and where to find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's supposedly six more movies in this series. That's what they said. I never heard anybody really talk about that movie. Oh, yeah? Like, I liked it. I liked it. That's the thing. It was that. You know? I liked it. Not... That was really good. Or, like, I I couldn't tell many people cared that much. Like, I don't see it... I could see almost going... Probably not going way of, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series. Which I'm still mad they never finished. Yeah. Right? But like, everybody loses interest after the fourth Prince Catherine <laughs> and done. Jesus Christ. Uh, I was like, just you. make The Magician's Nephew. That's all I want I is the book. Want that one. I just want the movie of the magician's nephew. And y'all, the fuck off. You, 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 know, you know what's funny about that? As uh, we so we were we were having a trivia contest at work while I work at you know a university. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like my department. There's PhDs, and they're like, "Oh, send him down there. He's good at trivia." So I, I do all right. And then they're like, <laughs> "It's the tiebreaker round for a scholarship. You get to give a scholarship to a student, like five hundred dollars or whatever, to a, to a foreign D student of our choice. Mm-hmm. The department will pick. I'm like, I don't care. Go down there." And the question was, who wrote The Magician's Nephew? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking and I'm like, no one else is writing. <laughs> Nobody else knows. C.S. Hans Christian Anderson. I'm like, C.S.? And I'm like, oh god, it's going to be all wrong. And so they're like, time's up. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I'm, I don't want to show it because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> what if there's another Magician's Nephew? <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, what's the other one? The Magician's Apprentice? Shit, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, I don't remember. And I was like, turn it. And they were like, they, they had already said the answer, but I had already put down my marker. So I turned the board and they were like, oh, I got it. I was like, well, yeah. there I go. You got to give $500 away to somebody. Yeah, well, I didn't. I let the department pick because I'm not smart like that. I just know yeah. children's novels. <laughs> I think the problem with those movies, though, is that they felt like they had to do the whole. There's not um, a problem with them. They had Liam Neeson. No, no. The, the, they had the Liam problem Neeson. was the title. People don't like saying really long names. So the first one being called The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's like, okay, that's fine. And then the next one's like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Prince <laughs> Caspian. It's like, there's too many words on this ticket already. Why? And when you buy a ticket, it, it says, says The dot, Lion. Dot, dot, dot. Son of a bitch. No, it says Lion, comma, The, like, the Lion. <laughs> Uh, the Goodbye. Voyage of the Dawn Treader was my favorite book out of all those. <laughs> Did you ever read The Magician's Nephew? Yeah, it's really because it was like too. the prequel. One it's like the like prequel, explains. but it's like the last one. For yeah, some yeah, yeah, it was the last book that came out. Also, but. the Golden Compass got crapped on. 
Oh yeah, well, I didn't they, think the they movie was do, very good though. They didn't do the movie. Yeah, they didn't do the movie right. The movie should have been rated R. <laughs> and it was Disney, office, and yeah. it wasn't. It was Disney, and they weren't going to do that. So yeah, well, never get another one of those. Don't, don't worry about Disney because Warner Brothers has got your back. Uh oh, I don't know if you are they making a new no golden so, cup. <laughs> so supposedly we've got the Batgirl movie with Joss Whedon. Nah, I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently it's a thing. Oh, but don't forget, they've also announced Nightwing <sighs> and Batman, right? And yep, now Gotham City Sirens, everyone first remembers. Yay! I want that one. Okay, but here's the thing. They're all coming out in the same year. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, so the Batman, the Batgirl one, I think, would do really well with the Gotham City Sirens type movie. Well, it's, it's, they're separate movies. Yeah. So how they work together... You don't know. Who knows what's going on? Why do we need a Nightwing movie and a Batman movie and a Batgirl movie all in the same movie? On the same Here's movie? the problem. Here's what DC's doing. Excuse me. They have no plans for any of these to be good. No. They want to get as many of them out checks. as they can. They need checks to make their money bank. because they know the superhero fad they got to get of paid. movies. It's going to end around the time Infinity War. They just—they never one or two. Or this whatever. is why. This is why them and Sony are just scrambling to make movies. Yeah. Period is because they do not. They never caught something. Yeah. Fox kind of sort of did. Then they really hit it out of the park with this R rating stuff. They made yeah. the adult ones. They own that. Marvel Disney owns superhero movies. Yeah. yeah. General family friendly. Super- Yep. So these guys are, have tried to walk the path both ways, and they're just screwing up. So now yep. Sony's going to make Venom. It's going to be rated R. It's going to be ready in a year. Don't believe it. Yeah, well, I believe it, but I don't believe it's it'll be, be good. It's going to be a pile of poopy. Oh, well, I want it to be better. I really don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. I mean, if it does, it'll be bad. That's, that's the best part. <laughs> but the thing that gets me is, what are we going to... What are we... <laughs> Dang it. I want to see the little gun. Sorry, people of the podcast. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Stop paying attention to the gun. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, my question is this. Okay. Joss Whedon is obviously going to do something way different than the tone of the universe thus far. Yes. Yes. So, how the hell is that going to fit in? Here's the problem. I thought that the report also said that the Batgirl movie wouldn't be in the universe of all the other DC stuff. I'm assuming it's not. That's what I'm saying. I'm, we, I mean, we have no, literally no hardcore Why not? details. No, this what, doesn't make any here's, sense. Here's what's really bad about this. That makes a lot of sense because the other movies are doing badly, but it makes no sense because they have all these other movies. It's not like it's, it's not like with the, the Sony-owned part of Marvel but, and Fox-owned part of Marvel. And but it goes back to a problem I've had with DC for a while. Marvel... Did it right. They have all these movies are in the same universe. Their TV shows are in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. DC, they're like, all right, we've got this movie universe, and then we've got six different TV universes. Not that many, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And they're like, let's have some more movies, but go ahead and put some of them in other universes as well. But are they going to be in the TV universe? That's what I'm waiting to find out. Yeah, like bad girls in the TV universe. Bad girls in the TV that universe. Might, that might be interesting, but... <sighs> I don't know. They should have had them all in the same universe in the first the place. The reason I've watched all of the Marvel Netflix shows is because they're is the same universe. Partially, I mean, also, they're all really they're good. good. yeah. But because they're in the same universe is why I sought them out in the first place. With the DC shows, I've heard some of them are good. I've even heard, I've even heard Supergirl's pretty good. And I just don't, I couldn't give a shit less. Because they're not in the movie universe, which is also bad. So I'm like, I don't. 
I feel like basically what happens is if they put these TV shows or they put this Batgirl movie in the same universe as the stuff that's been financially successful but critically a failure, people are just going to assume, oh, it's just going to be bad like the other ones. Yeah. So maybe if they distance it from the other things a little bit by saying, well, this is a different universe, by then people give it a better shot. Oh, it's totally. I think it's a totally safety net. They're going to say, oh, this is Joss Whedon's universe. Yeah. Moving away from the Nolanverse that we tried to make with Snyder and... If that's successful, then we're just going to put everything in there. Yeah. yeah. That's what will happen. They'll just yeah. switch over. They'll and pretend, stop doing the other they'll stuff. Pretend they'll, they'll pull a fox, and we're all in the future now, and none of that ever happens. <laughs> that, that's horrible. I don't understand why we need Nightwing, because let's be honest, we've never had a Robin. We haven't even had a... We yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chris O'Donnell. We have, we have a dead Robin. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> according to... We've never had a good Robin. Yeah. Why are we just jumping to Nightwing? Yeah, I don't know. It feels like a really crappy attempt to put to establish a Batman in that universe because we're gonna have Batgirl, and we're gonna have Nightwing, but Batman's still gonna be in Universe A. Uh huh. But in the case things don't work out, we can always jump ship, and he can just we'll hire somebody else. And <coughs> it, Ben yeah. Affleck already wants out. We'll hire somebody yeah, else. That's what I was gonna say. We'll put him in there, and this universe is done. Goodbye, Superman. Yeah. That was, that's what I was going to say is maybe what they're trying to do is because Affleck isn't so on board with Batman as he was before because uh, that movie he made bombed. Oh, he, he's more than... Like, he was so mad about that. This like the way... Like it was... I think it was on Kimmel or something where he's like... Somebody asked him how uh, the Batman script was coming and he goes... Every day, somebody asks me how Batman's doing, and no one's asking me about my other movie that's coming out sooner. And I'm like, yes, because you're Batman. You're fucking Batman, No one gives a shit. Like, Yeah. The only reason people liked uh, The Prestige was because it was Batman versus Wolverine. You know what's even worse? (laughs) Here's here's, here's what's funny. You said that. He stepped away from directing because he couldn't direct in the suit. And then he was still going to write it and star in it. And then he wasn't going to write it so much. And now the report—the so the so report much. I read today—is it's based on the Long Halloween. The new director wants to do in the, the Long Halloween, which don't get me wrong, great, great story. You know what? You know what? But you know what? No, I love that book. It's it's in one of my top five. Yeah. For Batman, but here's here's my problem with it. It's literally almost all of his rogues gallery and some we've never seen mm-hmm. on screen before. If there's anything Warner Brothers should have learned by now, stop putting too much shit in your movies. Like the Suicide Squad, yeah. you met literally how many of them? We still haven't <laughs> met all the Justice League. Yeah. And um, they decide to do it. They're, they're going to do a movie where you've got to have 85 different people. There was um one of the early rumors about what the Batman movie was going to be at the end of Batman v Superman. I think I'm, I'm, I think it was a main scene. It wasn't a deleted scene where Batman tells Lex Luthor that he's having him transfer to Arkham Asylum. Right. One of the early rumors was that the Batman solo movie was going to be sort of like Arkham Asylum, the game. Right. Where it's him trapped in Asi- Arkham Asylum with pretty much all the bad guys. Right. No, because no. Deathstroke was going to be the main. Yeah. One of the main villains, just yeah. like I guess in which one is that? Uh, Origins. Yeah. 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 So. But the, and I was like, that all sounds great. So anyway, the guy that was going to play Deathstroke was uh, Joe Manganiello, right? Yeah. Okay. So apparently, I'm pretty sure he knows he's out. 
Because the last time I heard him talking about something, mm-hmm. he's actually pitching Wizards of the Coast to make a to write and be in a Dungeons and Dragons universe. Oh, God, so he wants to create a whole Dungeons and Dragons universe. What? With his roommate that was his old roommate from college, I think, is a screenwriter, and I don't know what he's done. I don't even remember his name. But anyway, he's talking about. So he wants to bring D and D to the big screen again. Okay. I mean, but I'd be all about it, that. He wants to make it a cinematic universe. This is what I heard. Mm, mm, mm. I'd be, I'd be about some some D and D movies that were good if they could be good. Yeah, I would love that. The main reason I wouldn't really care that much about that is because D and D isn't like Uncharted that they're trying to make a movie of, or right. Tomb Raider that they're in the middle of making right. a movie of, where it's a definite set thing. There's like lore about D and D, but. The fun thing about D&D is playing with your friends and making, right. making stuff Right, video up. game movies have problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, the D&D movie just doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Mainly because, aside from, you know, you won't, you won't get the creativity that you would put into a D&D game. On top of that, it's, to the general consumer, it's just going to be like, oh, it's more... Fantasy. Fantasy Nerd crap. Movie. It's like... Just like whenever people saw trailers for World uh, the Warcraft movie, yeah. everybody was like, oh, they're trying to cash in on Lord of the Rings type stuff. So it just looks like a Lord of the Rings type movie. Whenever D&D, even whenever we start getting trailers for the Dark Crystal, that's what people are, in general that don't know anything about Dark Crystal are probably going to think, oh, it's just somebody trying to make Lord of the Rings money. So with the D&D movie, I feel like people are just going to go, oh, it's just another Lord of the Rings fantasy type thing. I'd be down to see one, but just it can't. It, just don't don't do the dritz durden thing, please. The dritzt dritzt durden dritzt. That's right, Fred Durst. Yeah, Fred Durst. Don't talking. don't need no no moody emo dark elf to be the the main <clears throat> hero, please. Well, that and the fact that I think that the most interesting thing that they could do is actually do a tie-in, which kind of beats around what Chris was pitching. Like, you don't have to go back to the lore and play, like, the Underdark or something that yeah. everyone's already been through. Of course, you could set it there and just tell a story that's not... That same story. That that's not heard. based on any of, yeah, any of the books, you know, the player books or any of the guides or anything. Right. But you could also introduce a new one. I mean, this is smart money, is you tell a story there. You're also talking about TV shows and stuff like this whole universe. Mm-hmm. And then release things set in it. So then you haven't played it. You're playing it after the fact. Mm-hmm. I think that takes it because that's some of the problem with the video games. It's like I think the way you make a good movie is if you did Uncharted five, or if you made Uncharted, but it was actually four point five or three point five, and wasn't trying to recreate a specific game, but was right. in between the games. Then you appease everyone because no one's played it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that, but it still fills a spot in the war. So fans will go see it. New people won't be harmed by not. Right. It just it just seems yeah. to me like that's always been the problem I have with super or not superhero movies with the video game movies is they're never like you played it. You're not getting any control. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't know. Whatever he's going to try and do that, it may be happen. Uh, I'd I'd see it probably. Yeah, I think that's. The new Mutants is coming out, which I'm sure everyone's going to be excited about, right? The Yay. new Mutants? Yeah. On uh, the comic books or the... No, there's supposed to be a uh, production. 
Is it going? Is it following the New Mutants like yeah, the comic that, book? That's what it's oh, to be. of no, course, Domino's new... already going to be in in Deadpool, Deadpool. Too, so I don't know how if it's going to be. I didn't pay attention. I'm sure it said clearly, but I just. I didn't know being produced a TV need, show or a film. I just need some pixie. Put pixie in something, please. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I just know. Um. Oh, Lemony Snicket. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear? Officially that? have season three. Yeah. How the hell? They haven't even come out season two yet. Yeah, but they've already ordered like, season wow, three. I forgot that show came out. I must. I didn't. Saturday like night at work. I watched the whole last season of Archer that I ever watched. Oh yeah. I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. So I still mean, haven't seen. It came Go out watch Wednesday. the Lemony yeah. Snicket. It's so good. Try it. Try it. Because, like I said before, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. But I could see why people like. I didn't have anything just generally against it. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Mm. That's one of the few things I'm not like. No, there's bad things. It's just that's not that's not me. I'm really excited for the next season because. Um, the first season had the the three books that we've seen the movie on before that they made the movie about before. And then they had the the fourth book which was not in the the other movie. So and so that was really cool to see something new on the screen. And it's they were all new because they done they did them differently, but it was still really cool to see something that hadn't that was a continuation. And wow. I'm really excited to see the next season because there's some, the books get really good as they go along. They get a lot better and better. And so I'm really excited to see. How many books are there? 13. So they got, they got a lot of material. Yeah. I like that. Now. Um, I think the third season is going to be the last one then. You said you were excited for the new mutants. Yeah. But that reminded me of a story you were telling us about yesterday, day before that you caught. Yeah. Oh, right. The, the X-Men. The 212, apparently, which is not a gay club. In, in X Men lore, yeah, it's the gay club in Amarillo, yeah. Texas. But Isn't it shut down. No, it's still there. What was the gay club that shut down? It was uh, the oh, what was it called? I used to go there. It was right there by the Chase Building. It was yeah. I, I can't Don't remember. Know. Did it start with an S? Sassies. Sassies. Yeah. She said that, and I was like, "Oh wait a minute, I did go there." <laughs> <laughs> I never went there. I was invited. Really? To. I mean, well, that's. I mean, you know our friends, so I, <laughs> I've been invited to many. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the 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 apparently the artist snuck in some anti-Jewish and anti-Christian oh, messages that. into the. Oh, that into the. You said that Rose was going to be anti-Semitic this episode, and here it is. Yeah. So tell us more about these great images you love so much. Oh, yeah. They're so great. Uh, no, so. I thought it was a dick move. It, it was. Like, Rose told me about it, and she's like, I don't know if this is a big thing. We were both like, it's not a big thing, but it's definitely, like, a huge, like. It's a dick move. Yeah. Here, here's my very simple opinion. There's a difference between subliminal images and just hidden images. Right. Right. Like, he's these not trying. These aren't subliminal. He's not trying to brainwash whoever's reading. Right. Like, they're, it, it's Most more people like aren't even per- going to catch it. Yeah, it's more of like a personal Easter egg. Like, haha, I've snuck this in. But it's it. not. That's what I'm saying. It would be like hiding swat stickers to some extent and being like, oh, it's just a personal in joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, like hiding like your 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 uncle in there. Or, or like, your name. Yeah, or like your hiding name your name in the billboard. Or your favorite video game or something like that. There, there's a difference in that. Like I was saying, like Alan Moore is a great example. Like, he's got a lot of political shit. All of yeah. this stuff. That, but he writes arcs. He does arcs. He tells stories. He gets, you know. It's this part is of why people, yeah, yeah, this is why people have him. But then to have someone come along and just be like, 
I'm going to insert this over. I'm going to insert it in there, and yeah. no one else is going to know what it is. But when, obviously, people that saw it knew what it was. Mm. And they were like, uh... That's why it's a dig move. Like, yeah. the publisher, I guarantee you, didn't know. Any of that was. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have known Toronto didn't was. look at that and go, oh, that, that looked at the editor-in-chief. And go, oh, that looks fine. Yes, yeah, say that stuff. Yeah. No one had a clue what was being said. Yeah. yeah. Are you streaming us or what? No, I'm. Oh. I have this story I want to get to. Eventually. Oh, okay. Because I keep seeing the camera like move, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, it's because I'm. It's because I'm balancing the phone. Okay, so I'm trying to move it while I'm balancing. So it. anyway, I just thought it was a huge dick move because I don't even understand what it's about. So uh-huh. it's. It, I, I read it a bit into the story, and it's basically like the, he was referencing. A, uh, a, me- a, a verse in the Quran yeah, <laughs> about how basically it's a verse that says don't elect non-Muslims to lead you yeah. is basically what it says and the whole and meanwhile the whole thing that's happening in that story at the time is Kitty Pride, who is a Jewish right. character is as speaking to the X-Men as she's becoming their leader. Mm. So it was kind of, <laughs> kind of like, I know there's, I know, I so it. Chris is not doing, he, he looks like he's recording us and he's not. And it's making me a little, a little weirded out, but, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely, it's definitely like a huge jerk move. Just in my point, like it's okay if you hide things in your art, like they're little Easter eggs. We all find them. Uh, sometimes comic fans know them. Sometimes friends know them. Fans. Yeah, like we have we, Dugan. Uh, you know he draws stuff. Occasionally, he puts dicks in everything. Well, not only that, occasionally <laughs> names or faces end up in his stuff. Yeah, right, right, right. But that's, like that's that's, that's totally harmless. different. Yeah, this is like his own political opinion. Then making yeah, making a big political statement yeah. when you're not approved to make it. Like yeah, it's one thing if Marvel said we support yeah. what this message, especially when hiding. it comes off as. As anti-Semitic. Well, anything right. hateful. Like, I think yeah. that's the issue. It's like, it'd be one thing if it was just, like, a verse from the Quran. You'd be like, yeah. wait a minute. Or down with pickles. I hate pickles. It also, like, there was this whole big deal where uh, one of their, their leaders at the time, I don't even remember what it was, but he was a Christian, apparently, and there was this big, huge deal where he mentioned something um, in the Quran, and, like, they, they wanted to get him arrested and executed for blasphemy or something like that. And it was referencing all of this other stuff, too. And I, I mean, you should, everyone should look into it if they, they want to look into it, but... I, I didn't do enough research to have, like, to be an expert. Yeah, well, I, I just care that it was a dick move. I'm, I'm curious about the context. Like, I haven't seen pictures of how it was in there. It was literally just, like, it was on a building, 212. Uh, there's a big building, like, in the background. It would be like if you were to draw a comic of this and it was on the board. Okay. So it's not, like, small. It's like two and two. Right. And then on in, in Colossus, right? Colossus's shirt. On his uniform, says, it says, like, Q52. QS521 or whatever. It was, like, Quran Surah, which is Quran verse, and then the, mm. uh, the actual, like, verse number. Oh, okay. so has, it was definitely like a hidden code. Yeah. Like it, so it wasn't okay. So I was like, well, they could have put that in there in a way that wouldn't be as weird. Like if there were protesters or something like that. No, no. Like I could even get that. I could, that would yeah. be that would have been yeah, that not maybe acceptable, sense. but it would have been relevant. It would have made yeah. more sense. Yeah. But instead, they were just like, we're going to hide this in there, and especially like she said, it's all about an anti-Semitic thing. Yeah. And specifically when they have a Jewish character. Yeah. Taking over. It's like opposing exactly what she's saying. If right. it was on a board, it would almost make perfect sense. Yeah. But the fact that they hid it 
makes it a dick move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like those shoes where the, the guy had the sweat sticker when he when he stepped on him, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then donate him to like the Holocaust <laughs> like survivors. You know? <laughs> like it's that kind of a dick move. It's like, hey, I'm drawing all this art about this nice Jewish mutant taking over mm-hmm. as the leader of the X Men. By the way, Colossus has a swastika. Yeah, shoes. like here's here's here, here's a copy of Mein Kampf. Like, oh no, uh, uh, I don't know if it's yeah. really that bad, but it just seems that bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's I don't, just not smart. Really, it's not cool. Yeah. I give no shits about his political statement. I just give the fact that keep comics clean, bro. Like. Like if if it, comics can make political statements, but you got to make sure that it's that's the political. But statement you make the comic it, you make to do. the actual statement. You don't yeah. sneak in. You don't some sneak it in without the publisher and everybody else knowing about it. Anyway, he's a dick. Chris, what do you have? All yeah. right, so oh well, that's interesting. You guys are familiar with Robert Kirkman? No, the guy from Walking Dead never heard of the guy that made the comic. Oh, no, but now I know. He has another comic that's way better. Oh, is it? It's called Invincible. Okay. So it's a superhero comic. Uh. Well, last week they announced it to, that Seth Rogen oh, my. and Evan Goldberg are working together to adapt it into a movie for Universal. Hmm. I think it sounds really cool. I didn't know anything about Invincible. His dad... Okay, Invincible's a superhero, obviously. His dad is like an old retired superhero. Sort of like, and it, he's sort of like a Superman. So he has like the legacy right. of being the ultimate a, a superhero, superhero, and everybody knows who he is and all this stuff. And um, Seth Rogen's not—I mean, Seth Rogen might be in it, but like, no, he's already the Green Hornet, man. But him and um, I like that movie. Evan Goldberg being fans of the comic are what made them decide to try to get the rights to make it into a movie. So if you don't know anything about Invincible, you should look into it. I'm not gonna like tell you all about the thing. I just think. <laughs> I think it's really cool that we're getting a movie based on not just a DC or Marvel superhero. There's a lot coming out, actually. Because, like, aren't, I don't remember if there's a rumor or just a, on a wish list, but, like, isn't there going to be a Spawn movie? Aren't Maybe. Make, there might uh, make another Spawn there's gonna movie. There's going to be a, bl- a Bloodshot movie for mm. Valiant, and they've got some other properties that they're looking into. So these kinds of things, and like, so Valiant's gonna have its own cinematic, which is like a lower like, tier image, which would yeah. be Spawn and stuff. Is looking at selling off some of theirs. I've even heard that uh, Savage Dragon might get a TV show. Uh, no, so these things are really out. cool to me. But I would love to see Savage Dragon. I would love to see Spawn. Uh, I would love to see the Max come back. Even I don't know if you remember the Max. It was a, no. it used to be on like when uh, Aeon Flux was on MTV and he was a butthead. Crazy homeless dude gets superpowers, falls in love with his. Never mind. <laughs> it's really cool. Like, no, nope, doesn't sound. If you ever check it out? Sounds really interesting. But I don't remember. Yeah, the tick is coming back, right? Yes, I'm so excited. Oh for the yeah, tick. it got it. it ah, uh, I can't wait till. Did I, you I watch, don't know you when. Watch the Amazon one, right? Yeah, I don't know when they're I'm coming out. I'm waiting for that in the John Claude Van the Johnson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. These are cause see. I feel like they really blew that because those were really popular, and now it's been what uh, months, and we haven't heard anything. Well, we heard pretty quickly that they got worse. Well, yeah, we heard, but I'm just saying, like, there's not a follow-up. Like, they should be releasing trailers or oh, yeah, teasers yeah, yeah. because yeah. those things, people are going to forget how awesome they are and be like, oh, John claude Van Damme, and have to be reintroduced. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I can't wait for The the, the Tick because I loved it. The and Tick so was I'm great. Really I love the old Tick. John claude Van Damme Johnson was really good. The other one I didn't like, the one where it was like a... Uh, Patrick Warburton? 
No, 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 no. Did I'm the, talking about Kevin, the other Amazon The Kevin series. Bacon one? Oh. Yeah, the other, the other no. Amazon show. I was like, Bleh. Those were the only I couldn't make it through the whole first episode. Well, I guess they were all just first episodes, but I couldn't make it through the whole episode of the movie. This isn't entertaining or interesting. No, John Claude Van Damme coming back like that's cool. That um, was that was that was featuring a cameo by Max Landis that you a, hate. If anyone cares, <laughs> there will not be an Expendables four. There uh, won't be at this time. That's fine. Sly, Sly had I've only away. seen two. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I never saw one or three. Arnold said he won't come back because hey, He's Sly old. won't do it. So he's not going to do it. Um, no, it's crazy. Uh, Arnold's actually not doing a lot of movies. He was. I was expecting him to just come out with movies every other year, every well, year after he's being governor. There's there's conflicting reports about Legacy of Conan or Legend of Conan or whatever mm. they're going to call it. He was supposed to come back with this Conan that's set 30 years after the Destroyer. Is that right? right? Yeah, Barbarian Destroyer. So anyway, he's supposed to come back. And do it, but the the guy that was in charge of it said no. Arnold doesn't want to do it. But mm-hmm. the writer came forward and said no. We're still in talks. Last I talked to Arnold, which was like this weekend, he said yeah. we're still down. So I don't know what's going to happen. Did you see just random news um, happening all around? Yeah, yeah. random Did you news thrown the around. The um the statement Schwarzenegger made about the new I think it's the new Predator. No, the like they gave him a script. Oh, yeah? And they were like, they asked him to do it, and when he read it, he's like, I don't want to do this. This doesn't look good at all. <laughs> so they're like, all right, we'll move forward on it without you. You know, Well, you know, what's funny is because for the longest time, that's what people were saying was that they, the reason they hadn't made another Predator movie was because they wanted Dutch to come back, mm-hmm. Arnold, and then they tried to pitch it to him, and he was like, no thanks. Nah. Because <laughs> people have said that, well, he was going to be, uh, he was going to come back for Kindergarten Cop, and they had... They ended up getting Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. And then they tried to get him to come back. I think for Conan, they ended up doing that remake instead. Now they're still trying to get him to come back. Uh, he's really not interested in Terminator, apparently. They talk about twins. No, he G- no, he recently said he's he's in for another Terminator. Movie. Oh, is he going to do it? Because He said that like the studio that has the rights right now doesn't want to do another one. And he said as soon as the rights expire, like in another year or two... That he already has other studios involved in making one. I've actually heard that he's wow. interested in doing Twins and Junior. No, they're no, they're doing triplets. Yeah, which, which I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but he's he's definitely. You said he was. I know he was down for it. Him and Danny DeVito were all about that. Yeah. And then there was one other one that they oh Commando. They wanted to bring him back for like a taking like old man Commando. You see, this is the triplets cast. If you didn't know. Oh my God! Is it Carl? We- is Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Oh, uh, Eddie I wish it was Carl Weathers. That'd be good uh. too. But yeah, the fact I'm like, uh, apparently, as recently as October, there was an interview with Danny DeVito that. No, and they, I feel like it's going to be like the Bill and Ted sequel. We're going to hear about it, hear about it, hear about it, and then it's right like, when we think it's never going to happen, we'll get a trailer. <laughs> just as long as it's not like the Dumb and Dumber sequel. Oh Look, my God. Man, Either sequel. Either one. The the <laughs> prequel or the sequel. Like, just no. They could they call they could make a prequel to to, to you, twins if you and call it only child. <laughs> uh, if you want if you want to know about a prequel, I'll tell you this. I, I found this out. Bumblebee, the Transformer spin-off, uh, is, why? A, is a prequel. Did you hear about oh my god. Please so bring I saw the buff. trailer. I Give saw me the buff. I saw the trailer for the newest one. No, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was just like, they're, they're, the the horse 
is just this pile of gook that's left over from them beating it. And it's just, they, they won't stop. They just won't stop. And uh, I have to be honest, the last night really interests me. I love all the Transformers oh. movies. I'm, sh- I'm oh. shamelessly a fan of them. They're good popcorn action fun. Face it, the Transformers is not, I know everyone holds it up as a sacred cow. Look, the toys are incredible. The, the cartoon was great for kids. But have you honestly gone back and watched like He-Man or Brave Star or Pirates of Dark Waters or even rewatch Power Rangers? Like these things do not hold up. Right. They're not great. But I mean, I still don't really like, and I, I was never like a huge, like I liked Transformers as a kid, but I was never like so into it and like super obsessed with it. But watching, so the first movie I liked, okay, I thought it was fine. The second movie I thought was like the worst thing I've ever seen. The second one is bad. Like I, I will not defend. And the I third have, one was okay, but it was like the third I don't one. Know. The third one I think is is all right. I just I'm not. I don't have a horrible opinion of them overall. I feel like they're the Fast and the Furious. Like oh, they are. They're getting very they much better. Are. The worse they're the the more off the wall and confusing yes. they are, the better they, they are. the better they get. So let me read this real quick. Okay, what is this? Bay Michael Bay has made so no, Bay has made a habit. Of, of saying that each Transformers film will be his last. He said the same of the upcoming The Last Night in February, and it seems he might have reconsidered his decision once again. Uh. When asked by MTV if he could speak to any other spinoffs in the works, they revealed just how much more we could see, and seemingly marked himself as interested in directing at least one more film in the franchise. The right. quote, There are currently 14 stories written. What the fudge? And, We're only considering doing the, one more, and, but... And no, no, The studio's going to do 14 more. Oh, geez. He says he wants to do at least one more of those... One of those 14. Look, I'll, I, I don't I'm know like, if you've ever... I even uh, played the video games. Have you ever played The War for Cybertron? Oh, it was good. It was a great game. It was like, fantastic. If we, if we saw that come to big screen... Wow. Okay, then there's still Beast Wars, Dinobots... Beast Wars was the one I liked to watch... Yeah, Beast Wars is awesome, but I'm saying... Where's my Rescue Bots movie? Hey, Challenge of the Go-Bots? My nephew nephew loves Rescue Bots. The great thing about Rescue Bots is it's only the good Transformers. And they all transform into, like, helicopters and ambulances. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, (laughs) Rescue Bots. So it's like, here's a story. The episode will start out show some people at the beach. Um, Somebody starts drowning. Baywatch. One of the Transformers turns into a boat. Sea-doo. Turns into a boat. Sea-doo. A boat. Sea-doo. A sea-doo. <laughs> Goes out to the sea, picks the dude up, saves him. Sea-doo. Sea-doo. Sea-doo-doo. They go back to the beach-doo. <laughs> That's the episode. One of the Transformers. Oh, no, I'm sorry. One of the Rescue Bots. Rescue Bots. Saved a little boy. That's it. That was the entire story. And then my nephew watches Bubble Guppies. It's awesome. Have you introduced him to Axe Cop yet? No. Do that. I've not introduced him to Axe Cop. It's created by like a four-year-old man. Great. He did a great job. <clears throat> so, there's going to be 14 more Transformers movies. I think I watched the first two. I would. I would. The watch. last one I watched had Shia LaBeouf still, and they went into the desert for something. I would. I would watch as long as Shia LaBeouf's <laughs> not in them. I would watch another like three or four out. But it was like the desert where the pyramids I like are, Shia not the LaBeouf. desert where the canyon is. <laughs> no, Shia LaBeouf, I think, would be a great way to bring the series back to its roots. Of why is there Shia LaBeouf in this? <laughs> Every film is like. Let, I hate to tell you this, like I don't know. Have you ever watched Fury? No. He's in Fury. 
which is the Brad Paint uh, Brad, Brad Payne Brad Pitt Tank movie. Okay, it's a great movie. Uh huh. Sucks in it. He sucks what? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking horrible, bro. Like, I watch it and I'm like, this movie is so hardcore. And then he shows up and he has this weird fake southern act, Christian accent. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to do it when you get done. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, John Berenthal, the Punisher's in there. I don't get taken out. Brad Pitt's in it. I don't get taken out. So, but Shia, all of a sudden, Shia LaBeouf shows up and I'm like, fuck this movie. Shia LaBeouf, I like him, but he needs to stick to movies that are funny because he he's go really back good at to funny. Disney Channel original movies. Like, if he could do another Holes, Holes 2. Oh, my God. Holes was great. The hole inning, like the hole inning. <laughs> but that's I, the thing. He needs to like. He's really good with comedy. I don't know why. Like he's a funny. He's a funny he is guy. Funny in the Transformers, like that's my yeah. favorite parts of the Transformers. So he's like, no, I don't know why he's going crazy. But then he got too serious and was like, I'm a serious actor. It's like, and I watch everything so that he tries to be serious in. I'm like, no, you're like Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Like you're just not built for serious movies. You have to be creepy. Yeah. And you have to be funny. And he can be in serious movies. He just has to be the comedic relief. He has to be funny. Just like Jake Gyllenhaal has to yeah. be creepy. Yeah. That's just it's the way true. it works. I'm like, sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think you're an amazing actor. But let's all be honest. Have you watched Nightcrawler? No. Oh, yeah. I did, actually. Come on. I really liked that movie. Yeah. And after that, you And that like, was a movie I was like, this doesn't seem like it'll be... No, me either. I was like, oh, he's yeah. a photographer. Yeah, trying he's to get a photographer trying to get, to get the job. Like the, the first... The first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, I'm like, this is going to be a really sad story about this loser that can't get a job. And then it just turns, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, i got to watch this. Yeah. I probably watched that movie 20 times, man. I, I, was really good. I remember seeing the name board on like a list of movies that's oh, coming out this year, and I was like, they're making a Nightcrawler movie. No. Like X-Men Nightcrawler, and then I found out that wasn't it at all, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I got so mad. So You're talking like, about a character this. piece, man. Like, that guy's creepy. Like, I'm sure how, it's great. Did he win an Oscar for that? I felt like he should have. He better have been not. nominated. I think, yeah, like I remember it being nominated. I think, but is there any other news, uh, anti-Semitic or otherwise? <laughs> well, <laughs> otherwise, I'm checking all of Rose's bookmarks for anti-Semitic news right now. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> let well, me run, let me know if the stormfront is oh, anything um, good. A search on this thing. Beep boop beep. There, well, I guess it would have already happened by now. So there's no reason. What What would have already happened? There's a Nintendo Direct coming up. That's it. It's ukulele. Oh, yeah, okay, so <laughs> last night, between radio shifts, I got the Platinum Trophy in Horizon Zero Dawn. Fantastic game. There's Two never, four, there's literally stars. never been a story like that in a game or any other media that I've ever heard of. It's Is that good? It's very good. What, what platforms and is it, available on? It is a PlayStation exclusive, PS4 only. So I won't be buying that. Um, then tomorrow... When we're recording this tomorrow on Tuesday, Ukulele comes out Yay. for PS4, Xbox One, PC. I think. Switch? It comes out for Switch later. What? They're, it doesn't come out tomorrow? They don't know when it comes out on Switch. Uh, I'm sure it'll be amazing. Who's going to buy everyone. it tomorrow? It was, it was going to come out on Wii U. They canceled it and moved it to Switch. And now they're like, it'll come out on Switch eventually. Can I, can I tell you guys? So Chris, I got all excited for it. And now I thought I'm you were playing it. it on a good system. I'm sorry. I'm pla- uh, so... Here, here, here! Can I tell you guys a secret? You all I love the game. Switch, but I mean, why would I put on the Switch? You're so, all gonna hate because I only have one game on the Switch, and I want two now. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. 
of any of the banjo kazooie. That's, that's okay. Or two. I tried. I but played nuts I and bolts am. for like three hours. Okay, nuts and bolts is not a banjo kazooie game. And it was. That is a shit game that Microsoft and, shut and down. It was, it was a very bad game. It was. Oh yeah, is that the one that they they, they tried to say that like it they was like a, a car? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're that it's was not a banjo that was bullshit. <laughs> and I, that was, I, I was like, class A bullshit. I mean, Rare made it right. Yeah. Well, the rare that Microsoft had. Well, I know, but I'm saying... Which is almost none of the original employees. And maybe this is my problem. See, I am not Chris, so I did not know that. That's your realm. Right. When I do comic books, you just didn't that. To me, I'm sitting there turning on and I'm like, oh, Donkey Kong Country people and, you know, yeah. stuff. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Sure. And I played it and I was like, this is a horrible, horrible game. Yeah, it was like, really it's, bad. It's, it's so fun, but the gameplay is so bad. Nintendo owned... A part of Rare. So Rare can only make games for Nintendo. So they made the Donkey Kong Countries, they made Donkey Kong 64, they made Banjo-Kazooie, they made Perfect Dark, they made Goldeneye. Yeah. And then the GameCube did so badly that Nintendo sold Rare back to itself, so it was a fully independent third-party studio, and then Microsoft almost immediately bought it outright. So since 03, 04, 02, somewhere around there, Microsoft has owned Rare. So then, whenever Rare, whenever Microsoft How bought Rare, we knew Rare died for two reasons. One, a bunch of employees left because they're like, we don't want to be Microsoft. controlled. Because yeah. whenever they were um, owned partially by Nintendo, Nintendo mainly, you know, gave them free reign on their games. Right. Whenever Microsoft owned them, they're like, make Viva Pinata. Actually, like Viva Pinata. And Perfect Dark Zero was, I think, their first game. The Xbox, their original Xbox Perfect Dark sequel that was shit. Okay, that's what I was trying to think. I was like, wait a minute, is that it the was remake? real bad. That I was a remake, that. and it was not good. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. So um, people kept trying to get me to buy it because it was perfect dark, and I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what game has it? Sorry. Uh, can we get a Hexen? Another Hexen sequel? Too? Yeah, we should another Hexen. Yeah, sequel. sorry. Um, you made me. Th- I was thinking. Now I'm going back to old games that I love. We just got to do. So basically, since Microsoft has bought Rare, they've made a good amount of games. Very few actually good. They made like Connect Adventures, which is like the Connect mm, yeah. game. Um, they right now they're making some pirate game that everybody says is only fun at conventions whenever they have like a handler behind them telling them all what to do, pretending to be the captain of the pirate ship. And they said whenever they've been, but whenever people have been left alone to play it. It's, like, really boring. I'm going to be really mad because I want a good pirate game. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, it's an Xbox One game. Probably going to be on PC because it's a first-party game. Um, so, yeah, Rare, a lot of the Rare employees either went to other studios or just did, like, independent contractor work or whatever. And then they formed this new studio called Platonic Games. Oh, yeah. I think two or three years ago. And Ukulele was their first game, and they made a Kickstarter where they're like... Help. <laughs> Please help. We want to make a game. So you're saying that I shouldn't buy a PlayStation just to play it, but I should still... Uh, well, no. Ukulele's on everything. You can play it on PC. That I can do. You just can't play it on Switch tomorrow. Uh, which I'm so I sad about. Yeah, I was people are get... real mad. I didn't uh, even think about you getting on the Switch. Yeah, because I Because I'm only going to get games on Switch when it's a Nintendo first-party thing or whenever I get review codes. Because, like, the Shovel Knight people gave me Shovel Knight for the Switch. Right. So I played it on the Switch. Um, no, I wanted... That's the thing. Like, I was. That's one of the games I was looking forward to. In the Are they going to make yeah. another Dinosaur Jr. game? Here's the thing. Oh, and they made that Rare Replay a couple years ago on Xbox One that had like 30 Rare games. Oh, I had that. Which was... 
Battletoads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not Donkey Kong because Nintendo owns that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, when I looked at the list of 30 games, games, I was like, oh, there's six good games. Yeah. Battletoads. Uh, but that's. Uh, Killer Instinct was a rare game. Yeah, Killer Instinct's rare. Um, you don't have Banjo Kazooie on it? Oh, yeah, Banjo Kazooie and Tui. I don't, I don't know if Nuts and Bolts was on the rare no, replay. No, 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 no. Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tui, yeah. Yeah. I know they are. Yeah. I know they're on it because I, like I said, I have that one. But from the 20 minutes I played with Ukulele. I was like, this is, it feels like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. It sounds like a Banjo-Kazooie sequel. I want to play it so it, bad. It has a bunch of, like, in the, like, maybe 20 minutes that I played, it already has a lot of, like, visual throwback to Banjo in the way that, like, you know how it had the honeycombs for health? Yeah. Like, the villain of the game has a staff, and on the top of the staff is a honeycomb shape. And then I go into his headquarters towards the beginning of the game. Like, there's just a wall that just giant honeycombs. I'm like, okay, I get so it. So they're, like <laughs> they're like skulls almost. But, like, whenever the pictures come up of the two characters that are talking on the top and the bottom, and it goes, like, this is all fantastic. This is exa- yeah, I'm like, this is exactly what I want. And there's transformations like there are in Banjo Kazooie. And the only bad but things I've seen in reviews are people that are mad that it's not a modernized Banjo type game. Because they're like, uh, the worlds are really big, so you get lost and confused because there's not a map. I'm like, I don't want a map. Like, the whole idea is that you try to look for stuff. If you had a map, you'd know exactly like where to go It's like a treasure hunting game. I mean, but no, yeah. it's not even. It's just like a video game. I'm sorry. I'm old, yeah. guys. So here's the thing. Does anyone else remember games that didn't, like, you had to hit pause to look at a damn map if you wanted to look at a map? You can't even pause to look at a map. No, I'm it's saying, like Banjo. No, yeah, I'm yeah, saying, I don't, like, I don't that was the yeah. best map you had was let me pause <laughs> yeah. and see. You remember when we used to play uh we used to play Goldeneye. Oh yeah. And we, yeah. we, we would be on the well, we would be on the phone with each other while we were playing Goldeneye. <laughs> so we could be like, you need to go this way, that's where I'm at. Like we had to give directions to each other to get because we get lost. Yeah. In mm. Goldeneye. And then we'd also play the game where you shoot off all the locks on the silo level <laughs> and then mm. stay up there and just snipe as many people as you can. And so we played a level for like three or four hours. Yeah. And we'd see how many uh, nut shots we could get because we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> in Goldeneye, great thing about Goldeneye, whenever you killed an enemy, they'd fall down. Right. And after a few seconds, their body would disappear. Because the memory in the Nintendo 64 was so small that it couldn't like keep the location of all these dead bodies. Right. Yeah. Same with gunshots. But one time, whenever I had pneumonia, and I was homesick for like two weeks from school, I played Goldeneye. I played the facility. I got to the end. I had the invincibility cheat, and I was like, I'm going to see how many people I can kill. I probably just killed people for like six or seven hours. When the game crashed, because of course it did, all of the dead bodies reappeared, and then it, and then the game froze. So all of a sudden, there's just a room full. It's just a room full of dead bodies, and then it freezes. And I was like, man, I wish it wasn't 2001. Yeah. So I'd have a cell phone to take a picture of <laughs> Send a screenshot. Yeah. But GoldenEye, I think, was the game that, like, that, that's, I, that was the game that turned me from, like, I like video games into a gamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was pretty much the same with you, because that was, that was really, we used to study that game like it was a science, man. Like, we told yeah. you all about the island. We found that little island yeah. out there. Yeah. But we would walk around facility and shoot everything you could shoot. We'd walk around every map. We're like, what happens if I yeah. blow up this, if I blow up this truck? What happens if I crash the plane here? Everything you think of. So many hours of my youth the lost great, to goddamn Goldeneye. The great thing about Goldeneye that I'm sure a lot of people know by now. I don't even know if y'all know, but really, we haven't talked about it. Goldeneye came out, I think, in 96. 
97? 96, 97. Somewhere around 97. Maybe 98. Anyway, um, in every level, on a different difficulty, if you beat it within a certain amount of time, it's how you unlock all the cheat codes. Right. You have, like, DK mode where everybody has big heads. Yeah. You have <laughs> ammo mode. and paintball mode. Yeah, and all this stuff. So. Because you have to beat it on the agent mode, double yeah. agent, uh, secret agent mode, double agent. In 2010, years after it came out, was when purple purple when people first <laughs> found out that there was actually a code you could put in at the main menu to give you all the cheats. Like no one had ever found this in like the twelve years since it had come out. No. That there was like this really long button combination that gives you all the cheat codes. Huh. And like it's just crazy. There there's this uh, series um, on YouTube that this guy started kind of I think within the last year or two, but it's gotten really popular. Called it's called. Eric's barrier break or screen break or something like that, oh. where he uses codes to like move the camera around the game to look at stuff from a certain angle you're not supposed to see. Oh, cool! Or like go behind walls yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And like, it's a really good series just because they even did it with Goldeneye, where like um, at the beginning of the facility, you know, wherever you're in the vents, right? He just takes the camera through the parts of the vents where you couldn't go just to, just because it's one of those things when you're a kid, you're like, I wonder what's over there. Yeah. So in the series, you just goes over there. And there's just nothing because they didn't program anything over right. there, obviously. But every once in a while, he'll like, let's there's see what's behind yeah. here. There is something there. No. And, uh, like, I think it was Mario Sunshine. Like, there's an item underground somewhere that's not in the entire game. They have no idea why it's there. No, there's... Like, all there's, these mysterious things that nobody finds for years until... There's tons of games like that. Like, yeah. I know people hack them up. I've seen them do, you know, where they go and check, find crazy things. Like, we were yeah. saying, the vents end, but there's some games like... Where they don't, mm-hmm. or like they have fully rendered backgrounds, and you don't realize it, and I don't oh, know yeah. why. I guess maybe because it took less space to do a narrow field of vision mm-hmm. and render mm-hmm. it out than to do a big matte painting. Yeah. And so, like, you can just take the camera and go forever almost. Mm-hmm. And it, at some point, it's just like a brown painting, but still really interesting to see. <coughs> that's cool. I'm glad you told me about that. I'm going to check it out. Um, that's, that's the last thing I have. Chris? In conclusion... Of Thor Ragnarok looks pretty good. Thor Ragnarok <laughs> looks amazing. We don't need this much Batman. No. Uh, a woman named Broccoli controls James Bond. <laughs> Barbara Broccoli. Barbara Broccoli. Please Marvel on. does have please, a problem with diversity. Please, please come on. <laughs> uh, they were right. Yeah. Uh, uh, TV shows are getting renewed and spun around. And Rose is a robot. Rose is a robot. Rose is weird because she's falling asleep. I am very right. much falling asleep right now. But that's what happens when we eat that much sushi. What a shitty and you robot. Have ice cream, guys. Come yeah. on, did you have to have the ice cream? Yes. Yes. Well, before we <laughs> check out, we have to make one last pitch. <sighs> Come see us at YC3, damn Yeah, Yellow City Comic Con. If you're in Amarillo or can buy a plane. <laughs> or if you're in the area and you can come to Amarillo, maybe. Uh, yeah. YC3, t- April 28th through the 30th. Yeah, end of the month. We're going to be there. We're going to do a panel. We'll be doing a panel slash show, depending on how it goes. We'll see. Um, I'll have a booth, so I'll have some of our Nerdtastic 4 stuff up there. Yeah, the uh, banners will be flying. Rose will be cosplaying. Yeah, I'll be doing my thing. I'll I actually might, be I there might. in a costume. <laughs> here's, here's, here's my confession. I took that Friday and Saturday night off. Yeah. 
But I might just like only go for the panel and just <laughs> sleep and not worry about anything. Hey, I'm as like, long as you're going to the panel, panel I'm we, don't care. Care. we don't care. And we might have a special guest for the panel. We might. Probably oh. not. Probably not. But maybe. By special guest, we mean the fourth host. Because he's going to say, fucking nerdtastic four, and there's going to be three of us. And they're going to be like, what Yeah, that'll what? look real weird. But it'll, uh, be it'll, okay. it'll be okay because anyone that listens to the show already knows that Kern doesn't live here. And, and if oh, not, yeah, we true. can laugh Coming about like 2, it. Two thousand miles the Q&A probably people. isn't practical. If he does not there, <laughs> if he does not there, <laughs> hey, shut up. If he's not there, we can use the same stand-in we did last year. <laughs> Whoop, hey, it happens. Yeah, well, Kit Kat Kern, Kit Kat Kern will make a reappearance. Or, or we can hire somebody. It's weird, to think that, it's weird to think that Kern moved over a year ago now. Because we've yeah, been doing it, it seems yeah. so crazy. not all four together for over a year. Yeah. yeah. If he comes for the panel, we've also got to try to keep him for Monday, too, and do an actual Oh, yeah. Podcast. We're, we're yeah. going to try and keep him as long as we can. Um, that's it. Break his legs. Yeah. I just can't wait. go anywhere uh, now. Rose, do you know what day we are doing the panel? I, you're the one that get you're the one that gets this information. I'm just like immediately uh, starts biting her nail. I'm like, nope, she has no idea. I think it's Saturday. I think but it's it could Saturday. be Friday or Sunday. No, I don't. No, think I'm be. pretty sure it's Saturday. Okay. That's what I. But thought. I'll double check and I will post it on Facebook and we'll probably talk about it next week as well. Yep, we'll bring it up. But we're going to be on the main stage. Is my understanding why yeah. I. In the main stage, they're going to give us speakers, guys, and and no. Introducing, and we're gonna have like five people in. It's gonna be, it's gonna be muffled and not easy to understand. What's what's great is I got us a license. I got us uh, okay from uh, Junior yes. to use his his nerdcore raps mm. as our intro music. If we want. So I was like, hey, we have music. We're all professional. I'll bring a little smoke machine. We can oh blow my it god! Out. Laser pointers everywhere. <laughs> No, but, but, but it's our first time being uh, invited to a con to do something besides Nerdtastic for Life. Give them money to have a table. Yeah. So they, this time they actually invite us to come, and I think they're even going to let us in for free. If this trajectory, yeah. me the most if, excited. The, if this trajectory continues next year, we'll be paid to go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> or at least perhaps to no, stay or home. Or at least we'll what they'll money. do is they'll they'll give us either travel. Yeah, or an appearance fee and a hotel. I I would settle for gas money, a couple passes, and that's it. Uh, Because we're trying to read news releases now and stuff, and keep up with all the hip new things on the twitters and the The twitters, Facebook. Somebody said I was funny that I didn't even know. Oh yeah, we did. We forgot to address that. Uh, Someone said that we let Rose speak and that she's funny and that she's funny, and we need to set the record straight. That, uh, no. No, none of that's true. She actually has a gun that she brings. You heard her talking about it earlier. Yeah, she brings to the show and she threatens us. Pew, pew. We have to laugh at her dumbass jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And whenever she pokes us with the gun, we have to stop and let her say something. Yeah. Stop and let her talk. That's when I gotta be like, hey, sh- sh- shut up. Shut up. Let me talk. She's hitting me with okay. the gun right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, alternatively, I'm a robot. I'm just a soundboard it that they, be. they use. Any it of could these be things. so many things. Any of these things. You don't anyway. know. The only way you'll find out for real for real is if for real you come to YC3. Watch our panel. And watch our panel. And maybe talk to us. Yeah. Because we really Chat want to up. be a Q&A, but it's probably going to end up being a live show. Because uh, I don't know who's going to show up. We have a few fans. They usually show up. Shout yeah. out to Joseph Wynn. 
I know you guy, but uh, I don't know if you remember me. I know you guy. But yeah. well, he he's, he's, he follows us. He shares our stuff. He likes our stuff. Oh, okay. He comments on yeah. it. Uh, he, it's crazy he, because I knew the guy back in oh, high school. Funny, yeah. uh, he didn't go with us, but still. That's fine. Crazy. He's awesome. following the show now. All right. Woo! So, so time to shout out the old all the nerd podcast, podcast mafia. So wizard. Yes, Cult 45, Not Another Nerdy Podcast, Fans on Patrol, Superhero Yogurt, <laughs> Superhero Ge- Speak, Geek Speak, <laughs> Dork of All Powers, Powers, and Open All, all Trades. trades. <laughs> uh, that, that's all of them. Also, uh, big news. Don't know when it's happening, but the website, Wally Hawk, Adam has finished the Nerd Podcast Mafia web- website. Ooh. So... All nine of us will be on one site where you can find everything. Oh, my God. It's nerdpodcastmafia.com. It's probably still under construction when you hear this, but by the end of the month, it will be launched. Secret Trans Area 51. That's a show I'm doing on another show. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you don't know, I guess uh, check out the Not Historians, my other show. Area 51, where there are a bunch of secret trans people, apparently. Uh, secret transmission <laughs> podcast. Oh. We'll hopefully be coming on to talk about the history of the actual Area 51. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh. But if you, if you, in the meantime, you can go learn about the history of Cursive or D.B. Cooper, our last show. So. Sweet. See you guys. Audi. Thanks for listening. I'm going to shoot these guys now. Fuck off. Oh. Pew, pew. Goodbye. So this is D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs>